1: to know that, that's why he's laughing right, so I like to do everything myself, right and um, I had to drum up some promotion on Instagram for the book and um, I said there's no better way to get people to know exactly who I am outside of music, because I used to do music a long time ago other than letting them know who I am by writing my life stories. So short stories on Instagram, if you've been following. If you haven't, you can backtrack. They're funny, right? A lot of them are kind of serious, but everything's funny. Nothing's too serious. So the page started growing. So in two and a half months, two months, two and a half months, we're at over 11,000. Then I came up with the idea to do this platform. and spoke. And, you know, you guys took to it. And I guess the next best thing to do is either a radio show or podcast, right? So here we are. And we're going to be discussing everything that I probably told on the page, right? And it would be like my page coming to life, right? Because you can actually see me saying what I've been saying, so I filled the room with a lot of people that I, well, not even a lot, because I don't really like people, right, so it's like, less than a handful of people that I like, right, that I don't mind being myself in front of, right, because as you can tell, like, the majority of the people you know are full of shit, so if you grew up with like 50 people, right, you went to school with them, they were your neighbors on the block, you're really only cool with two, right, so I'm that nigga that's cool with two and collects two at a time, Right? So I don't like crowds of people. You know what I'm saying I don't really like going no place. And then if you've been through the different things that I've been through, like my friends sent me to jail. Right? Like what friend would send you to jail? Right. And I'm like, in my neighborhood, everybody was like, everybody was a gangster except me. You know what I'm saying? Because I was a rapper. But in my mind, I just said it's too much pressure to be a gangster. Right. Because you got to. Have a screw face on all day, you gotta look angry and mean, and you you know what I'm saying? You just can't be playing. So, like, gangsters in my neighborhood, they didn't really joke, right? So, it was no ranking, it was no joke time, right? And the only time that there was joke time, we'd sit on my man's stoop. My best friend, he has four lifetimes right now in the feds, right? But we'd all meet on his stoop every day. And when joke hour came, they'd announce it, right? Hear ye, he, hear ye, he. this is joke time, right? If you have a bad back or a weak heart, please leave the premises, I swear to God, right? I know it sounds like I swear to everything, right? So, you know, at this time, it started when we were shooting Skelly and playing taps in Utah. And then my neighborhood just turned, right? But it's all private homes in my neighborhood. There's no projects. But these niggas got crazy, right? So they started stealing cars. They didn't have to. They all had two-parent households, you know what I'm saying? Their parents were wealthy, middle class, right? And it was like a choice, right? So then they started hustling. Everybody was carrying a gun. I didn't really do that because I didn't really have to. So I'd be kind of like passing from my house to the block on the stoop for an hour or two and then off to the studio. Right? But my whole thing was I'm not a gangster. I'm just not having. It, right? Fuck with me. I'm going to get your back dirty. Right? That's just my shit. Everybody else knows some gangster time. So now we're on the stoop. joke time. One dude told a joke. Another dude, they happen to be best friends. It's a true story. One of them got mad, got in his feelings. He stood up, came outside the gate. My man is saying, yo, chill, y'all chill. And they squaring off. The gun came out. <laughs> One best friend killed the other best friend. And he went on the Right, so that's what I grew up seeing. Friends killing friends. Right? And when you say that shit, it's like, you know, you probably heard of it happening. But dude, like, all the guys that I grew up with, like, dude, that that was their MO. They, the game was the game. So when you got in the game, these were the rules. Didn't matter how cool we were. Listen, you shorted this, you got to pay that, or else, dot, dot, dot. So hanging out on the block turned into whoever don't come to the block that day or the next day, or if it's three days, either in jail or dead. You know that. Yes. Right? So, getting into the rap, the rap music industry, I never wanted to rap about that. I wanted bitches. You know what I'm saying? So, that was my shit. LL Cool J. I'm like, man, I don't want to be no gangster rapper. Like- it's funny, I'm like, it. escape from that right, so, and then my entourage wasn't rappers, my entourage was the nigga from the niggas from joke time you know what I'm saying, who was all that killing shit so, I would make them my records would make them hot so it was a sit down, like a real conscious conversation like yo, you know you can't rap about me. I'm like, that's not my M.O. anyway. I wouldn't do that, you know that, right so, when I got into the rap game You know, I was groomed early to get money. My father was in the streets, so I never met a guy in the street tougher than my dad to go outside and be a follower. Like, that wasn't going to happen, right? So when I got into the industry, I was already driving brand new diamonds, right? Champagne. I never drank beer. I didn't know what hard liquor was because we was drinking champagne on the block. Right? And you guys from CT, y'all came up the same way. So when me and Mo met, I was like, wow. But he was around the corner on 45th, hanging in Brooklyn from CT. Shit's crazy, right? So when I got into the industry and started going to the record release parties, and I'd see all these rappers with backpacks on, right? And like at the end of the night, it'd be all these black cars outside. Town cars and shit, right? I didn't understand what was going on. So we would get the cars clean before we go out. We might get our jewelry clean before we go out. That's just how I was groomed, right? And I was always dressed to the nine every day, right? So I would look Jamaican, but I wasn't Jamaican, right? So we'd go before the party was over, pull our cars out front, and just wait, you know I'm saying? You know, just watch the stragglers, we used to call them, right? And all these rappers with backpacks would get in these town cars or they would be walking to the train stations. I was fucked up. Like, yo, first of all, what's in the bags? Like, why everybody got a bag? Like, is that something I'm supposed to have? Yo, and when I realized what was in the bag, There was a change of clothes and weed. So they'd get sweaty in the party. They might leave there, go to a chick crib, and they'd have a change of clothes in the knapsack. So when you hear the term dirty backpack, rappers and all that shit, yeah. Like that shit was really a thing. And I didn't have any rapper friends. Buster grew up around the way because his cousins grew up around the corner from him. So, when his mother and father split, his mother stayed in Long Island. His father was in Brooklyn. So, that's how I know Buster since he was a kid, right? AZ had family around the way too. Um, and then I met Jay Z, right? That was my man. Cool. But other than that, I ain't really have no rapper friends, you know? And then all of the guys that was doing the gangster rap, they wasn't gangsters. Yeah, which made me more not want to do gangster music. I was like, these niggas is not tough. You know what I'm saying? But they were judging me according to the music that I was putting out. Higgies on Your Chest, I may Love for the Very First Time, Perry on. And they would see me and they would think that I was a punk. So I got punked by, like, a few rappers. And I didn't realize I was being punked until, like, the second or third time. Like, Eric B punked the shit out of me. Every time he seen me, this nigga. But when I came in the game, true story, when I came in the game, I was still a fan of the music because I was hustling before I got into rap because of my neighborhood. So when I got in the game... And I would see these guys like, oh, shit. Eric B and Rakim, what up? Ah. And the reception wasn't warm. Like, these niggas was in character. Like, ah. I'm like, damn. The fuck this nigga's so angry about, right? And when I realized that I was being pumped by Eric B, I was like, yo, is this nigga pumping me? Every time I see this nigga, it was like the album cover, right? <laughs> and I'm like... Yo, what up, Eric B? Nice to meet you, man. Wow, man. Fan of your music, man. Love that shit. He'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this nigga heard me, right? I'm like, fuck it. So we had the same accountant. Stash more cash than Burt So I go up there once a week to get my weekly allowance, right? Rest in... Rest in and he robbed me for eighty grand. man. I hate talking about dead people, but yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So I warned Biggie when he got in the game. I said, man, whatever you do, don't fuck with Burt. And I didn't know that he fucked with Burt until the record came out, Stash, more cash than Brad. I said, ah, he got him, right? So you would be up there and you would see anybody that was anybody was being handled by Burt. So I just always ran into Eric B and shit. And, like, after the first time he did that shit, I was like, "Damn, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? You know what I'm saying? But I knew all of the other people around him. Rap, Supreme, this one, that one. And they would see me and speak. And then it would be him. (laughs) And I'm like, it can't be because of my music. He must not like me for something else. And I don't know, because I don't know the guy. Cool. But every time he did that... I had a fifth on me. Every time he did that, I either had it on me or had a nigga in my car that had it on him for me, right? Yo, so the last time he did that to me, went up there and I went to pick up a lot of money. I was going to buy some jewelry that day. So my bookkeeper, this Jamaican lady named Carol Kiddo, she's like, yo... Yo, mind them boys there, you got a lot of money and all, (laughs) mind them, you know. And I was like, Carol, stop. Like, I'm good, like, you know. And I walked out and I spoke to everybody that was with this guy and he's still school-facing me. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? All right, cool. I left there. I went to Aston Broadway to buy some sneakers. It was a Locker over there back in the place. Yo, it couldn't have been 30 minutes. I pulled up, parked in front of the place. I got out the car. Eric B is at the light. I see all this niggas a vampires. <laughs> what the fuck? The screw face I was like, that's it. That's it. I had enough of this guy. Come to find out, I left there, went to Brooklyn. And I went in somebody's crib. And I was like Cuba Cuba Gooden and Boys in the Hood. After Ricky got shot, y'all was so mad. And Cuba Gooden was like, yo, when he walked in Nia Long's crib, he was swinging at nothing, right? Time this shit. Time this shit. Right? So I was like, yo, this fucking dude, Eric Beach. Yo, motherfucker. So she was standing there looking at me. Long story short, he had just broke up with this chick. And somebody told him. So when he saw me, I was like, you know, I don't know. So I'm like, let the brother pet <laughs> <laughs> nigga. So I'm happy to see this nigga. Like, oh, shit. Nah, man. This nigga was in character. Every fucking picture you ever seen of this nigga, every video that I ain't no joke when he blinked his eyes shit. That was him. Like, he was in character. I thought this nigga was a killer. Yo, man. And I, yo, I just wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like trying to give him his props and shit. You know what I'm saying? This nigga hated my guts, <laughs> Yo, for no reason. But the industry was like that. Whatever you put out on record, that was your resume. If you said you killed 30 niggas on a song and they seeing you, they were scared of you. And I was like, wow, man, like this shit crazy. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs>
1: a little different today. <laughs> Bruh, listen to me. Takashi 6 9 I personally don't have a problem with the guy. Right? Because after I realized that you see, he they call it trolling or whatever. Listen, he's a what you call a dangerous marketing genius see the problem that people have with this guy they believe him don't believe him he don't want you to believe him he's trying to get popular and sell music that's it you're not going to catch him So all you people talking about, yo, when I catch him, pull up, get the hands, and listen, you're really talking to yourself. You're never going to catch him. That stage robbery the other day, like, listen, dude, nothing's going to happen to this kid. Now, let me give you, so my perspective on everything will always be my life, music, the street, right? Right? But now, if you don't understand the street, I'm going to show and, and are doing music, I'm going to show you how they are related, right? Because you have to know. And this is why you have rappers like Ja Rule and Lil Wayne going to jail doing time for pistols. And I like to call them coal pistols, right? Because it's a gun ain't never going to be fired. Right? so a cold history why would you now get in a position where you selling millions of records you can't afford security and you choose to have a gun on you why you just did free time you didn't have to because the object of the game is to get away from that but now this is why that happened people disagree just got to think about it, right? And the people that disagree don't like what I'm going to say. Because they don't want to believe that. It's true. You make these records, talking all this gangster shit. Get successful. You're popular. Everybody knows you. You know the songs word for word. In your mind, you know you wasn't that. So you got to play catch up now. That gun that nobody's gonna see, right, is for your own personal security.
0: A lot of these dudes, you know, they go where Atlanta, another town. What do you mean? They're gonna be fucked up. <laughs> I don't understand. You gotta elaborate on that. I'm saying that you keep can't get security everywhere so So how is a nigga supposed to protect
1: him well well, see here's the thing you know I don't think that I mean look it worked for Will Smith Will Smith ain't never go to jail for a gun it doesn't matter It, it doesn't matter If you're living within your means, you telling me that Jaru never made enough money, or Lil Wayne never made enough money to hire security to protect them everywhere they go, and they had to carry a gun, and they had to go to jail, like they had to do that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I ain't defending. But I'm just saying, I ain't defending them. habits is hard to break. Yeah, but see,
1: it's not a habit. You know why it would have happened earlier? You understand what I'm saying? I just don't think that if you see look if every celebrity and every rapper went to jail for the same reason right then that would be something that's unavoidable
0: but it is avoidable look at Jay Z I mean, you you, just, you, you I mean, gotta, gotta, gotta talking, talking. Jay Z talk the talk there's another
1: level now, but think when about he, think about when he wasn't another level. You gotta you, listen. You gotta make a conscious he's a, effort. He's also
0: he's also the type of dude that like even he, he would need security because of the way he carried. Did yeah, you?
1: All right. Well, that's yeah. my point. You yeah. just
0: yeah. Listen, you're gonna
1: attract the shit that you're saying, spewing the shit that you how you carry yourself. You're gonna you're gonna bring that energy to you. Right. So if any rapper has been able to steer clear of the bullshit, that means if you follow that person's mold, you'll be able to do it, too. And I can say that at my age now being more mature, like I get it now. Right. And you're supposed to be in a position to speak to the younger generation. Right. About the different mistakes that we made. Oh, yeah. death is not death. Ah, and it's worse now, right? So when I came home from jail, I was like, you know, I didn't come outside for a while, you know, like hanging out. Like I wasn't really in the street like that. I dabbled in the church. And then when I started hanging out, I think I went to a couple clubs with, I want to say Buster and we club hop. So we went to one club another club it's another club probably need to get something to eat home but every club we came out of it's like these guys like standing outside right and all the rappers would speak to these guys yo what's up man all right good to see you. and i'm looking like man, who these those look like police but i'm not sure yo we go to another club come out same guys and everybody would speak to these dudes, like, yo, something, yo, something good. Alright, no doubt. Go cool, Oh, cool, yeah, yeah, I see you, right? <laughs> Went to another club. Came out. Yo, these dudes are outside. And they're not security for the club. And they're looking at me like, who is this guy? With these dudes. So I pulled somebody to the side. I said, yo, man, um these dudes is outside of every club, man. Every time we come out, man, right? I said, yo, Mr. Hip-Hop Cops. I said, I'm like,
0: <laughs>
1: yo, man, I, yo, I never seen any shit like that before. It blew my mind. Yo, it really blew my, to this day. So, I'm like, is it cool to talk to the police now? Like, how do they know? And they was like, nah, man, like they know everybody and you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, it's okay. And I'm like, why is it okay? And they're like, because, you know, you gotta look at it like, I swear to God, dude. I was like, yo. So you gotta look at it like this. They're here to make sure that nothing happens. I'm like, what? <laughs> they're like, nah, because, you know, like, they harassed Buster for a while. He caught a couple cases, and you know what I'm saying? But if they're always around, nothing's going to happen. I'm like, yo, man, you know what? I, Yo, that's a little too much for me. Like, I'm cool, but I'm not. Like, I'm not. I, I can't get with that because of how I grew up. Like I don't need them to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what the fuck? And 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 yo, people were speaking to them like, yo, by name. So one night I go to the shadow. It's no longer open. And I'm just passing by to check my peoples that ran the, the club. So sometimes I would go in, sometimes I wait outside, you know, like right in the front, be the security and my people's that ran the club. And um, by this time, I know who they are. Like by, I can tell, right? That's one of them dudes, whatever, right? But I'm not rapping. So, you know, it's anymore. So it didn't make me no difference. So apparently he's retired, but he's doing security at the club now, right? I know all the bouncers there, right? And we're all talking. Jadikis came outside. And he's saying goodbye to them, dapping them up. He walked by and he was like, wait a minute, that's the big homie. Oh, shit, he sees me. Oh, we hug. What up, ah. So the dude, his like ears stand up like a German shepherd, like, you know, like he's still on the job and shit, right? And he's looking at me. I can see he, he's looking at me. He's uncomfortable because he don't know who I am. Raekwon and a few people walk up and he says yo, just make sure they got IDs, check them on thoroughly. Now I'm like, this dude's still working. You know what I'm saying? And Raekwon see me, same thing. Oh, what up, big homie, yo. So right away, he's like, damn, I don't know who this dude is because that's what they were, they were trying to always know, who the artist was and the entourage, right? And that's how they build all their stuff. So he, like, puts his head down, and you can see his wheels turning. He's thinking. And he's like, how you doing? I don't think I got your name. I'm like, what? Man, get the fuck out of here, man. I said, yo, dude, come on, man. Listen. And I I just got up and walked away. You know what I'm saying? But that's what's going on. And that was years ago. So today, if Takashi 69 is making this these bold statements, I'm the king this, fuck you, and uh-uh-uh. Of course, if that, if those officers are still around, they're gonna make sure they follow him everywhere he goes. If you got a problem with him and you put your hands on him, yo, bro, listen, before you do that, just go sit on the precinct steps and go, here, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they on him. And and he knows that
0: because of what, why why do you think somebody like him is promoted more by the machine than I guess uh a artist that you know people would consider had more substance or you know, purist purest hip hop. Say that again? Why do you think somebody like six nine it like would have a bigger budget for is promoted more than uh, artists is probably more. Uh, I, honestly, I'm me out of touch with it, but I don't even really consider him hip hop. Why? Why, just, why? Whoa! Whoa! It, whoa! Whoa! whoa, 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 whoa. Like, why the, don't you wait? Wait. wait. The attitude to me, Listen, like the, the, you attitude, def- the attitude, the attitude, the, the 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 vibe or energy or whatever you want to whatever you want to call it, but the actual the. the product, The art to me is the music. Yeah. I mean, I mean- no, 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 no. Listen, I love you to death. I'm just trying to get some yeah, clarity. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like the music.
1: All like right. It. Did you like Onyx? Did you like anything Onyx put out? Yeah, Did you like any record that Onyx put out? As a yes maybe, or no, maybe, I'm just saying. Yeah,
0: maybe a song. Maybe, <laughs> okay. Maybe.
1: maybe, maybe All slam. right. Maybe Slam. Okay.
0: <laughs> maybe Slayer.
1: <laughs> you maybe. play any Onyx record right now? And that is Takashi Six Nine. Pick him up, pick him up, shout him up. Dead, Three. two, three, mine. It's all about cut. That's not Takashi Six Nine. I get it. Today, back to back to.
0: Back. But I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> so you don't like Takashi Six Nine? Not really. But, but back, you like back, Onyx. Yeah. But you don't like the rainbow no. hair and the teeth and the trolling and the, and the tattoos on the face. <laughs> no, bro. I'm okay. just asking. Yeah, nah, yeah. right. no, definitely, definitely don't. No. Right? Okay. Not oh wait, very no, very no, very no, no! Wait, way, it, wait, it, it, wait!
0: It wasn't wait, made for wait. me. Wait.
1: It ah, wasn't, it wasn't made for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right? You ain't supposed to like it. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Exa- exa- I get that. Uh, uh, right?
1: A, because no, it wasn't no. made for you. You, no. ain't like no. wait, wait. you ain't supposed to like it. Wait a minute. You ain't supposed to like it. It no. ain't made for you. No. Right. right? So if you don't like it.
0: Cause it ain't for you. Right, and they did de- they they deserve their own kids deserve their own thing the same way we, that out. Right. we that out. right so so so
1: now 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 wait a minute now let me just let me just say this right me and this dude went to private school together I mean dude like school bus shirt tie shoes we go back like spinal cords worse right <laughs> but this school was like the epicenter of corporal punishment right like dude like it changed my life right so uh him and his brother were like like this was like my best friend right but we were like family so we grew up like family it's the people that's around you all day long I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you my man, yo, that's my, yo, my ride or die, whatever you need I got you, that is the most questionable thing you could ever hear from anybody I love you and I'll tell you why if somebody says, I hate your guts you believe that person You ain't going to question it. Ever. You're going to say, man, that nigga does not like me. But if somebody says, love you, man. You're not going to tell somebody, yo, man. Motherfucker love me, man. No. You're going to question it. You're going to be like, uh. So for me, I'm like, I don't want to hear that shit. So in my mind, I'm like, why? Like, why does this motherfucker like me? I don't really like him. Like. Isn't it reciprocated? You know what I'm saying? They don't go to it. That's questionable for me. I'm not doing that. Like, I don't like that. I ain't with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? You you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's nothing wrong. See, I've learned how to be cordial over the years. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not really as angry as I used to be, right? (laughs) So, but I know how to say what's up and keep it moving. Like, yo, all right, man, what up? Cool, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? And then someone would always say, you don't remember where you knew me from, bro I'm like, come on, bro You know I don't remember where I know you from Like, Why would you even put me on Like, dude, alright, tell me now You know what I'm saying? And it's not being rude It's just being real Like, nobody wants to t- uh, Respect or believe Or hear the truth Like, it's just I don't, you know I don't know Like, dude, you know we don't know each other Like, where we know each other I don't remember You gotta charge it to my head Not my heart You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to offend And I don't I don't try to be disparaging on my page, which is uh at the book machine sp. Okay. Make sure I plug that too. Just in case you haven't been following the page. But if I write something on that page that isn't true, I'm gonna be convicted. Like I convict myself. You know what I'm saying? So I've gone a couple places and show my face from time to time because I don't really go out. And like maybe the one or two times I stepped out, somebody approached me with a problem about the page. Now see, I'm not doing that. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. All right, so now nah, I changed my image, but I'm not on no, you know, like no chunk time. You know what I'm saying? So it's either champ or chunk, and it's the difference <laughs> between an A and a U. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> so um I was telling this story about this dancer from back in the days. And he used to be in the Latin Quarters, right? And they was a part of this group called the IOU Dancers. Yo, these niggas was fly as hell. They had the asymmetrical haircuts. They had matching outfits and they had dance steps. They was in sync with each other. They was fly. And you really wanted to, you know, you wanted to get that attention as a kid growing up, like in the clubs. Like, yeah, these niggas, I ah, come at wrecking. But if you could only do a two-step, you know what I'm saying? That's what you did. But these niggas was fly, and it was one light-skinned kid, man. Yo, this nigga had curly hair. He was light-skinned, tall. Nigga thought he was the shit, but he was good. His dance moves was mean, right? So, I never liked this nigga, right? And I'm like, that was like early hating before it became cliche. And I didn't check myself. like, damn, I was a hater back then, right? But I didn't really realize it. I was a hater, right? So, I hated this nigga, man, but I envied him. You know what I'm saying? nigga was dope. So... I never got to learn how to dance like that, but you know, back in the days, the gangsters danced, so it was called the six step, you know what I'm saying, and, and they had, had your gun on you, you know what I'm saying, and you was dressed to the nine, that's how black people came up, the real gangsters from the 70s, you, you had to be dressed, and you had to be clean, you had to ride clean. And you had to dance. Because if you ain't danced, you couldn't take no lady on the dance floor. You ain't getting no lady. Right or wrong? Cool. So this is where you guys come from. Right? From that to now with your pants hanging off your ass and all that. Ah, bruh. You know what I'm saying? You can't walk in prison like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't, you don't wanna be showing your ass. So, your pants hanging off, you can't even do that. Like, that's a, you might get a, a ticket, right? Cool. So, when I see that, it kind of like bugs me out. But this dancer, I was in a Q-tip party many, many years later. Q-tip used to do these Friday nights at the Ace Hotel. Ah, man, I'm talking about Bohemian Central, right? Fly! I mean, fly. You could see any celebrity, actress, people that you would never think. But if you've seen them in these parties and they were friends of Q-Tip, they were on some, like, cool shit. right? no trouble. You know what I'm saying? Low key, no security, and they there. So you danced all night. Q-Tip plays that shit. Dude, everybody I invited to this party had the best time they ever had in their life because it's music that you don't hear no more. And if you don't dance, something's wrong with you. Like I saw Jadakiss and his entourage come in for like three minutes and they left because that wasn't for them. They really couldn't get with that. And that wasn't what they wanted to be at. But they heard Q-Tip. They came, you know, fly atmosphere. But if you can't relate to that music, you ain't going to dance. That ain't the place for you. Party. So one night I'm on the dance floor dancing. right. Mm -mm, mm -mm, Right. And I see this tall, light-skinned dude with, like, hair all over the plate, looking disheveled a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And he starts dancing, right? He's on the dance floor, right? And I'm looking at him, right? And I'm like, damn, he don't look familiar? But I know those dance steps. <laughs> those dance steps look familiar. Yo, it was the dude from Latin Quarters. I don't know what he went through. Yo, he looked like he just got out from under a car and came to the party. But he had the same dance steps. I swear to yo, if I'm lying, strike me. Right? And I'm going, yo, those are the same dance steps. They're a lot slower. I could get him there. I could get them <laughs> there. So he sees me. He comes in my face. Uh, right, <laughs> right. You know what I'm talking about. Of course, right. So, and I'm like, yeah, nigga, I got you, now. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. And he's like, uh, he, he, he hit me. right. And I'm like, what? Uh, 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 yeah, nigga, ah, uh, right. And we going at it. He bust a move. I bust a move. Your Q-tip is crying, my man. Like they are in tears, right? Everybody in that party that, that knows me didn't know that I could do something. <laughs> now, my moves at that time, man, he'd have destroyed me when the Latin Quarter was open because I had the same moves too. <laughs> <laughs> but now, he wasn't what he used to be. He was like Bernie Mac and above the rim. <laughs> Getting hit with the basketball on his ass. Boops. Boops. <laughs> right? They'll never be where we were, right? So, and he's pissed. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, I got you now. up, uh, right? Sup, <laughs> suck, right? Mm. Yo. The nigga looked at me, he said, and ran out the door. <laughs> I was like, I got him. <laughs> And I was, I was, I was a little tipsy, but I was like, yo, got this nigga. Damn, but who was he? <laughs> because I don't really know who he was. Yo, Q-tip them him, yo, Q-tip's wiping his eyes, tears, his whole face is wet. And I'm like, yo, man, got this nigga. Now, I don't really know who he is, never knew his name. I tell the story on my page niggas start tagging this nigga his name is Mike Swift or something right they start tagging him right I don't know if he said something on the page whatever but like I said true story right cool my man brings me to this old school rap show a couple months ago we in the tunnel backstage where the groups come out the dressing room and go to the stage nicest smooth is coming right So they see me. Nobody sees me. like, oh, shit, what up, baby? Uh..." I'm like, yo, what's good? All of a sudden, this dude, right, just jumps in my face. Yo, I seen that (laughs) post. Right, so... (laughs) And the dude that I got with me, I don't really want him to know that old side of me, right, because I changed my image, right, so I'm a new guy now, right, cool. And I got this nigga's index finger in my face, right, (laughs) He so, said, Yo, I seen that post. I was like, you supposed to see it. He's like, oh nah, that's all I love. What else is gonna be, nigga? <laughs> <sighs> Fuck out of my Facebook, Instagram, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, yo, who's this dude, man? So Greg Knight's like, nah, dude, dance for us. I said, wow, he was one of nice and smooth dancers. That's show, I don't really so I'm being honest, I didn't know who he was, you know what I'm saying? But when a James Brown record came on, get up, right? I was like, yo, I burned the nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So one of the two of the highlights on my page for me uh, was when um the actor Michael Rappaport, right? Wasn't he in um uh, Goodfellas? He was spy. No, he wasn't. He was in uh, school days. Mind, bro. Yeah, he um, was I'll in a f- school day, I'll
0: I'll How I'll you learning? Learn. Learn.
1: Learn. Learn. He, he was in a few joints, right? And um he was talking about um he was talking about Kanye. Kanye. See, that's why, bro, that's why I need you, it, man. So he was talking about Kanye. And yes, he while he might have been right in what he was saying, I really didn't like how he was saying it. Kind of like bothered me a little bit. And not because he's white. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. He's going, I was like, man, the fuck is this dude to be saying that? She's like, fuck this dude. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, me being an asshole, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, man. So I make a post. <laughs> and I tag him, right? Yo, this dude has a million followers, right? Not that I don't think he's going to see. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to the people that's following me. And it's whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Yo, this motherfucker hits me. Yo, SP, what, you come in. Yo, what's up? N- nothing but respect for you. What did I do? So he's in my DMs. He's like, was it what I said? Or how I, like, he's sharp. So he was like, what, was it what I said? Or how I said it? I was like, I don't know. Like, maybe a little bit of both. Like, I ain't really, you know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, but I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, he said, yo, I, I didn't really mean no harm, but... The music is trash. Like, so I had to respect that. So when I read that, I just started laughing like this motherfucker. Like, he ain't no punk. You know what I'm saying? So he wasn't reaching out to, like, punk himself. It was like dialogue. And he knew who I was. I don't know. Anybody knows who I am. I don't look at myself like that. Never did. So anytime somebody tells me, yo, I liked your music back in the days, I didn't like my music back in the days. Because that wasn't my focus. He has a deep rooted on it. Yes, so then I heard he was from Brownsville, but he's not from Brownsville. He played ball in Brownsville, but he's at Brownsville Day every year. Now, let me explain Brownsville, Brooklyn. For those that ain't from Brooklyn and don't understand, I'm not going to Brownsville. (laughs) I just don't have a reason to be there. So here come this white boy, right, who's very noticeable. Everywhere he goes with a million followers of Instagram, He's in Brownsville, man. Brownsville is like the Brooklyn inside of Brooklyn. Right? Like the whole segregated, like uh chain confinement is jail's jail. Right? <laughs> Brownsville is Brooklyn's Brooklyn. So when you go, oh, I seen Ebro at a barbecue years ago in Mill Basin. I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I give you props for coming to Brooklyn. Cool. That ain't Brooklyn. And I'm not saying you have to go to Brownsville, but that's Brooklyn that will never be gentrified, right? Like, that's, that's it. What you see is what you get. Picking will be nothing but picking at You know what I'm saying? That's it. So if that change, then I'll eat a hat. But for now, you know what I'm saying? So he came on the page and, and actually... He comments, we, we kick it all the time about a lot of different things, you know what I'm saying, in DM. It. Yeah! So another time I was driving and my phone is just buzzing, 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 buzzing. So I, I got it, man, I'm a driving texter. You know what I'm saying? Like I drive with my knees and, you know, so whatever. So I look, D.L. Hugley reposted my post about um, it being Eric Garner's four-year anniversary since his death you know, and people have reposted me before, but never tagged me. This dude tagged me, and he just reposted it again, maybe two days ago. And I'm like, damn, D.L. Hughley is on the page? Why, Man, that's respect. You understand what I'm saying? But the love hasn't come from people that I know. Very minimal industry people. And I know them all. Dating back 30 years Right It's been people that I don't know Right And I'm like It's crazy You know what I'm saying
0: People appreciate the stories And uh, the authenticity
1: Yeah it's a a true testament To how I live And what I always say About the people that you know Right And you'll see them Yo what's up man You putting your fingerprint in their hand All the time Yeah you see what I'm saying It's like If you know If you never caught a case You don't really understand That fingerprint analogy But You don't have to You know what I'm saying Because if you If you think about The same ideals That someone That's been away Has And how they live Their life And how they govern Themselves It Yo It's a way to walk Like it really teaches you A lot about people Because In the five years I was gone I got two sisters That never reached out to me sisters you understand what I'm saying so if they could do that I'm definitely looking at other people crazy you dig what I'm saying and it's cool it's cool because I'm not mad you know what I'm saying it's just you know you gotta stay over there and you know we can speak cordially you know what I mean you can't have my number or email you know what I'm saying but it's cool you dig what I'm saying so when D.L. Ugly did that And uh, Michael Rappaport, was just like, wow. And then I got a DM from DJ Envy. Yo, man, I can't even tell you because you have something fixated in your mind about a person when when you don't know them. Yo, when I tell you a good dude, now see, this guy's a good dude. I probably just became a good dude, right? (laughs) I'm I'm new at being a good dude, right? But this is like, This is like, um, okay, you remember the actor Gary Coleman? He had this show back in the days on Saturdays called uh, Andy LeBeau, The Guardian Angel. (laughs) This is is like my Andy LeBeau. This is my guardian angel, right? So, you know, you have the devil on his shoulder. You have the angel on his shoulder. He's on his shoulder all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Always cool. Same demeanor. Even in private school, same dude. Man, never change. And consistency is the key. So you look for that in people. So when DJ Envy hit me, he's like, yo, man, I enjoy the page. We was talking about something. Something we was going back and forth about. And uh, we just started kicking it. He's like, yo, man, whatever you need is done. I enjoy the page. I'm like, wow, okay, that's what's up. DJ Envy, who would have, I don't, you know what I mean? You don't, you just don't know. So it's like judging that book before you open it and read the first couple pages, man, like And what just happened to me, you know what I'm saying Like me, you know, people think that I'm this angry, fighting Dude all the time, nah, I'm just not having it so, so you have to do this In order to get Kabul If you don't do this Nothing happens, but you don't Hear what the person Did Because my response Right Just kills what might have Happened prior to Right? So, you know, and those stories, and, you know, listen, man, I, I I won't be telling a lot. So, there's a lot of times you read my post, just know that's the white wine. <laughs> I leave the Hennessy out. Because <laughs> I don't want to disrespect them. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's going to feel good about hearing that they got doodle stomped out their butt. <laughs> I wouldn't like that. You know what I'm saying? I haven't won every fight. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got <laughs> doodle stomped out their butt not too long ago, you know what I'm saying? For you know, for acting like they wanted doodle stomped out they butt. I mean, hey, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't, you know what I'm saying? They asked for, it. you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. They asked for it. You know what I'm saying? And then they went around, it was like, yo, you know, what that's how Sean is. Nah, I'm not like that. you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't telling what you did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, damn. You understand know what I'm saying? So, 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 this is a platform for me to like, not explain myself, but to let you <laughs> know, you know what I'm saying, how cool I am. I'm a cool ass dude, you remember? I'm funny. Like, I got jokes all day, but you're not gonna be, listen, you're around people that you don't know or you don't like, you're not gonna be funny because I don't do stand-up. That's Kevin Hart and them niggas that, you know what I'm saying, make a living being funny. You know what I'm saying? I don't get paid to tell jokes. But I ain't no angry-ass nigga. Like, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, that ain't me. You know what I'm saying? I'm funny. You know what I'm saying? When I'm around people like you guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this guy puts me in a good mood. I don't care what's going on. Super cool. You think what I'm saying? Yeah, like, smart man. You feel me? But, but yeah, you know what I'm
0: saying?
1: Yeah, free smoke. Free smoke. Yeah, free smoke. Free smoke. But I just always felt, Right? And and, 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 and and you guys that are struggling with, you know what I'm saying, finding yourselves and personal quirks and insecurities, right? Cool. If if you're in the street and you're surrounded by people in the street, and you're in a neighborhood that might be tough and you don't know which way to go, flood of crap, listen. The people that have jobs don't go to jail. Right? So if you don't want to go to jail. Do the right thing Because if I had a chance To do it all over again I'd have been a cop Fuck hip hop Why? Because The niggas that sent me to jail Were like undercover cops Right? Right, so I didn't know Right? So who knew? Like they were cops Right? Because they solved the case That's what cops do They solve cases, right? So they gave me up As a sacrificial lamb And I get it But you can't trick me twice like I'm cool like I see so I don't believe like all that tough shit I don't want to hear you know what I'm saying I'm probably as tough as I want to be I've been around man the worst of the worst anywhere I go whether it be to eat dance or read I don't want to see nobody like me there if I walk in there and I see a nigga like me I'm leaving cause I don't want to be around that you know what I'm saying and that's real so and you're not gonna get that Like, all these boring, uh, boring, slow, motivational speaking Instagram dudes talking this stupid shit, it's like, give me something that I could use in everyday life. Right? Because you've said nothing. Productivity is the catalyst to progression. (laughs) That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me, yo, we trying to get the bag. How? Like, what, what can I do to get the bag? You got to find yourself. So as far as me writing on Instagram, I've always been a writer. But I wasn't always writing. Right? So now I'm working on scripts and stuff. like. I've always been a writer. But one day I was like, yo, prayed to God, woke up the next morning, everything happened. True story. So now, when you look at these shows, the morning shows, the afternoon shows, the talk shows, the podcasts everybody has one, right? You got an iPhone, you got a podcast, ah, right? Whatever. But, if you get anything spiritual, they would have a guest on, like Devon Franklin, who's married to Megan Good. And he would be the spiritual guest. Or John Gray, the spiritual guest. And that's the only thing you get in that realm Right So if they have Like a street guy on, like Flex had a series we was doing street guys yeah, had Kevin Childs My man On there Cool But I'm all those things Rollable Right So You know And that's everyday life So when I tell you I got the Holy Ghost And I speak in tongue Yeah I do Am I going to church tomorrow Nah But You know So once you have A relationship with God That's bigger than Any Any house You could go to For worship You know what I'm saying? And the only reason that anyone should ever go to church is for fellowship. That's it. You're going to see other Christians like you so you can fellowship and worship the Lord together. That's it. See, people get tied up into a whole lot of other stuff. It ain't about that. It's about your own personal relationship with God. So when I was in church, I was a personal trainer, right? So my thing was fitness and nutrition. So these churches used to hire me to come speak to them, right? And when I walked in, I seen, yo, the majority of the people in the congregation obese. Right? True story. And I'm like, you have to have an angle. And when you're in church, there's a language that's being spoken. And I know the language is a trick. But I know the tricks. Right? I know the sincere people. And I know the trash. And there's a difference. And if you're just coming in off the street, you gotta be there for a while to recognize it. Right? So the first thing they'll do is like, grace and peace, my brother. Like, that's a right? It's universal greeting, right? It's like, grace and peace, my brother. And I'm like, alright, how you doing? With stuff? I never really became that. Because I didn't want to lose myself. I just wanted to better myself. You dig what I'm saying? So uh, I walk in and you have to have an angle. You know what I'm saying? So you know not to offend. You know. So, you know, I'm like, is anyone in the church tonight dealing with any health issues? I know what it is. Being in fitness, you know too. Diabetes, (laughs) Diabetes, <laughs> high blood pressure uh, uh, Simple Super simple Right, without going into Everything else But I had to explain to them That you know If you are You know Worshipping God and practicing the word That's great Right, but it, the, the body Is supposed to be the temple Right overeating is gluttony and you're defiling the body of Christ. Yo, these people looked at me. Yo, they was like, "Yo!" <laughs> and yeah, and it wasn't a dry eye in the room. And they was like, "Yo, wow." And I was like, "Yo, you got to turn your plate down." So you got to come from I came from an a, a angle that they understood. Right, but you reading the word. So for me, when I got in the church, and I was reading the word. Yeah, but that's what it was. You understand what I'm saying? You reading the word. I seen those stories on the street. Right, so if I came from the street and into the church, right, and you just been in the church, it's only one way for you to go when you backslide. That I just came from over there. I just came from jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I'm not. Nah, I know what you don't know what's over there you gotta that's where you going you you understand what I'm saying this is why you can't judge people you don't know nobody's story until you really sit down with them and, and kick it with them